from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha, hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Um, this is Rebecca calling. Rebecca! What's going on, Rebecca? Oh, Rebecca the teacher. Yes, the teacher. Yes. Yo, when you said hello, good morning just now, the way you said it, part, like Shem's ears just parked up real quick. Look on his face. What's going yeah. on? Um, I just wanted to, as I'm driving into work, um, A, I wanted to say hi. How you guys are doing? Good. I also wanted to ask, since I haven't heard this in a while, I was wondering if you guys play 5 and 7 when you guys get a chance. Oh, you know what? Actually, we played um, at the beginning of January. But listen, it's a favorite game of ours, so we could definitely do that. Yeah, for sure. So I I love it because it's like it's basically like quizzing Maury, and it's like I teach, so I'm just like I always hope that he gets them yeah. when I play along. But I'm just like I I, I root for him, I really do. <laughs> do you ever use any of the questions that you hear from five and seven with your uh, your students? Or, I mean, they're kindergarten, yes, so they, oh, do you? Okay, so but not so like the, all of them, right? No, no, like I I vary. I I change them up sometimes. So like I say, okay, five animals, you find at a zoo, and I give them like ten seconds. <laughs> Hey, it's not for, so the kids get ten seconds and I only get seven. Yes, yeah, because the game is called five and seven, not yes. five and ten. Also, they're children. <laughs> <laughs> We're in kindergarten, sir. Yeah, <laughs> grown ass, fifty-year-old yeah. man, yeah. forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, give us a couple minutes. We'll get set up and we'll play five and seven. Okay. Oh, I love it, guys. You guys are the best. Thank you yeah. so much. And Shem, you're great too. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Look at that smile. Look at that smile. Yeah. Look at that Bye, smile. Rebecca. Okay. Oh, whatever, Shem. Hold on. Bye. <laughs> Rebecca, does Shem follow you on Instagram? Yeah, of course yes, I do. He does. Oh, oh, so you know. You yeah. know who she is. Oh, yeah. Of course I do. What's <laughs> oh, yeah. up, Rebecca? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. How you doing, my Soka friend? Yeah, my Soka friend. How yeah, you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Hold Here on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Save it for the DMs. All right, all right. <laughs> Love you, Rebecca. Bye. You too. You too, guys. Love you guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Been looking forward to this. This is five in seven. Okay, Roz and Mocha yes. original game. Welcome to it. Uh, if this is your first time ever hearing five and seven on the Roz and Mocha Show, here's how we play. It is very, very simple. We will ask Dammit Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Damn it, Maury. Water. Are you ready? I am now. Mocha will be our official judge and timekeeper. Shem's here as well. For the laughs. Off we go. (laughs) Damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five different kinds of contraception. Okay, condom. Um. The dam. What is it called? 
Loser. The the dam. What? <laughs> the dam? The dental dam? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's no, 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 no. Uh, Maury would have given you condoms. Would have given you the pill. Uh, would have given oh, you abstinence. Uh, diaphragm. Yes, for all our uh, Catholic listeners, would have given you abstinence. Would have given you uh, an IUD, a vasectomy. I would have given you. Oh, God. <laughs> the damn! <laughs> wow. Carry on. Damn it, Maury. Mm-hmm. Aside from oranges, name five orange foods. Um. Orange food. Orange juice. <laughs> aside Hold from on. you want to try again <laughs> want to try again maury aside from oranges oh, I name, got one. name five orange foods cheddar cheese that's all i got loser okay maury would have given you carrots oh my god oranges are carrots Excuse what? me? Like carrots are orange. Yeah, oranges aren't carrots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would, have, would have given you apricots, uh, mangoes, carrots, cheese. Yes, sweet potatoes I even would have given you. Oh, my God. I never thought of that. Damn no. it, Maury. That's why you do that. <laughs> We have proof you never thought of it. <laughs> uh, damn it, Maury. Yeah. Name five basic metals. Um, aluminum. Steel, um, tinfoil. Um, Loser. Some people might say tinfoil and aluminum are the same thing. <laughs> the exact same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would have given you um, copper, lead, nickel, tin, aluminum, and zinc. Damn it, Maury. Oh Carrying on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, Maury. Mm-hmm. Name five words that begin and end with the letter B. Bob. Boob. <laughs> What else? Um, uh, <laughs> okay. Bib. Okay, yeah. Uh, would have given you bathtub? Yes, boob, blob, bomb, <laughs> blab, all of those. Finally, we will end with this one. Maury, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Maury, name five things that work much better if you use two hands. <laughs> Bicycle. Um... Um, uh, stairs. Loser. <laughs> Explain <laughs> stairs. Explain <laughs> stairs. You have to hold both railings. I don't know. <laughs> Maury would have given you rolling pin, skipping rope, chainsaw, typing, CPR. All things that usually <sighs> work much time. better when you use two hands. But <laughs> well, then the game wouldn't be called five and seven. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you play five and seven. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Got a great question on the uh, Roz and Mocha text line I want to get to. Vic says here, who has the best typing speed among all of you? Maury. Probably me. I was, yeah, Considering Considering what I do for, for the job, for the I'm show. I'm going to say it's Shem. I'm go me. I write all day. Yeah, Maury Not very does. well, though. That's not the question. Well, hold on. It was not. Well, okay, but you have to consider accuracy. And there was, I could just type gibberish, too, right? Sure. Like, you have to consider accuracy. No, but if accuracy. I don't know how to spell a word, I think just spelling it the way I know how to spell it counts. 
What? what? No, sir. No. Like when I'm in a hurry and I'm typing, you will hear me hit backspace a lot. A lot, yes. Right? Like I would say Shem is the the, the fastest typer in the room. Because if you're just going by whatever you think a word, then we could all say, well, it's us, like each one of us, because you're just hitting keys at that point, right? No, but it's about speed. I'm not saying gibberish. It's about speed, right? So yeah. I don't think if you don't know how to spell a word, that that counts. I don't think spelling counts. Accuracy has to count for something. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Accuracy here, okay, here, 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 here. Do me, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Do okay. me a favor. Sure. Okay, Maury, open up like a Word document or something like that. I'll open up an email. Okay, like open up an email. email. Shem, you open up an email. Done. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll send it. We're sending it to Ross. Okay. Sending it to Ross. What's that? No, no, no. You're just going to type it. Okay. okay so go. here's what we're going to do. When I say go. You guys are going to start typing. When you get to the end, okay, I want you to just hands up and say stop. Okay. Now, if you want to go through and correct things, whatever, that's fine. But we are judging on who is the fastest typer. And then, and then we're going to read them afterwards. Sure. Okay, gentlemen, I would like you to type the first verse to row, row, row your boat. Go. Done. Oh. Are we sending it to Roz? Shem didn't say done. I was done. You got to say done. done. Oh, sorry, I was done. What are you talking oh, about? Sorry. How long sorry. ago were you done? I was done. Nah. No, you have to say I, done. I, I literally I had said, my said done. Because how do I know when he actually done I literally done said, I said done. Up. Okay, but look at the accuracy, though. I'm, I'm, I literally I'm I literally. I'm more accurate. Hold on now. Okay. Hold, Hold on. on now. So send... Ross yeah. the email, yes. check for accuracy, and Same then we're going right to do now. another one. Right. But you have to say done when you're done. Just yes. It. Okay? Yes. Okay, hold on here. Okay. Uh, so I will start with... Shem wrote, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is bout a dream. Okay. Maury wrote, row, row, row your boat, chenty down the stream. Uh-huh. Mary, Marty, <laughs> Mary. Uh-huh. <laughs> but is that a stream? <laughs> okay, so show me. Row, row, row <laughs> your boat, gently down the stream. Mary, Marty, Mary, but is that a stream? <laughs> okay, you know what? We have our answer. No need to move forward. <laughs> Mary, Marty, Mary. Mary's <laughs> but a stream. Mary, Marty, Mary. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Finally back at it again. Hello, hello, everybody. Hello. What's going on, y'all? Yeah, you know. Yeah, more. You good? Yeah. How you doing? Good. Uh, we're supposed to get be getting like a ton of snow over the next like twenty four hours. <sighs> Can't believe there's anything left. Um, three to seven centimeters this afternoon and then like freezing rain and then more snow overnight, like another up to seven centimeters by tomorrow morning. I'm done with the snow, man. Finished. I mean, I don't have much to do with snow other than walking through it. I don't have to shovel anything, but I feel your pain. You know what? Neither do I. 
Living in a condo? I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to worry about? Well, just driving in, it sucks. Oh, I guess. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. And I don't have proper footwear. I saw um, in California, a lot of people experiencing snow for the very first time. In Cali. Right? Oh. Which is wild when you look at the way we live our lives here in Canada. We're like, oh, no big deal, whatever. Yeah, you complain about it every single year, but you also know that it's going to happen every single year. Yeah. And then just seeing, because in Cali, they're not equipped for that kind of stuff, right? They, they'll, they'll shut down if there's like a they centimeter will, of snow. Listen, a couple of years ago, it snowed in Vegas, right? And it was like a little bit. It was the kind of snow where you see it falling from the sky, and then it just like melts as soon as it hits the ground, right? And I know you've been to Vegas like enough times, Shem. Enough but they times. have uh, like the outdoor walkways and like the escalators outside. Like, they shot down the escalators. Yeah. And <laughs> the snow fell, and it wasn't that bad. No. Like, I mean, by comparison, when you're a Canadian, experiencing the kind of winters that we have, right? We're used to it, right? Yeah, I, but I, I don't think the escalators can deal with, like, I don't, don't think you can get the, those motors wet. So I think they shut it down because that could cause problems. I For guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I think Roy's right. You it's know like what? pouring I, coffee on a laptop. Bro, your laptop, you should not even speak. Your laptop, I've seen. It is so, I'm surprised your laptop still works. Yeah, it's a science with, experiment. Like with the way oh. you've gunked up those keys, the way you've gunked up that screen. How do you work off that? I, don't know, I found a piece of chocolate in between the W ones. Oh my ones. God, that's disgusting. That's um, but yeah, so just be careful out there. We are getting uh, a ton of snow over the next like 24 hours. Again, it'll start this afternoon. So be prepared for driving home or driving wherever it is you need to be this afternoon. You might want to allocate a little extra time for that. Three to seven centimeters and then freezing rain and then more snow overnight into tomorrow morning. So it is going to be nasty. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes. Pop that booty. <laughs> is popping the booty when you like you arch your back kind yeah. of thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that the technique? Right. Sure. Like, it's it's you you, you gotta like you, your 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 midsection goes forward and then your booty pops up, right? Well, your mm -hmm. shoulders roll back a little bit. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Your, your shoulders. You roll your shoulders Put back and inadvertently. Yes. Uh, similar Go to ahead. twerking. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, starting, I got gotcha. you. Your starting position of twerking. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Starting position. Position <laughs> position one, everybody. Back to ones. Back to ones. <laughs> Get ready to pop it. What's going on, homie? How are you? Good, man. You got that West Coast uh Ooh. that West Coast sheen tan on you. Yeah, it was crazy. We were um, in uh, California for a little while, and then when were you there Victoria. when it was snowing like crazy? No, we left the day it started to snow. It was like Armageddon. It because was obviously wild. People in Cali on the West Coast, they don't know how to deal they, with snow. They right? don't know how to deal with a lot of things. We look at it over here, and we're like, amateurs, easy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But they they're not equipped for it. No, hell no. And that's when you start watching television, and and uh, to us it seems ridiculous. But it to they have to do this down there, which is when it gets too cold in Los Angeles. The lead story on the news is always the weather, but the second story or third, it's always in there, is reminding people to not bring your barbecue inside. Yeah, because people do, and they they oh, they so die. Cold. 
right? Yeah. Like they just, heat up. they die because people do crazy things because people don't even have furnaces yeah. in their homes, Desperate. right? Like there is no way to heat your, your home. So they always have to tell people, guys, don't bring it. Don't bring the charcoal barbecue saw, in the living room. I saw a guy standing on top of his car. I was like, Right, you can just walk. <laughs> like it's not that bad. Yeah, the snow's not that bad. I know. And it was it was there a day. Like, it was like it, it, <laughs> it was like nice, and they're like, "Oh my god, the snow on the Hollywood sign!" And then it was just gone. Right, yeah. like it's just it's just gone. But we were up in Santa Barbara, which is one of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth. And is that we, um, is Santa Barbara, guys? The the same place where the um, Big Little Lies was set? No, that's 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 Monterey. So that's up by Big Sur, right? Mm. So like you have LA and then Malibu and then the next big one is like Santa Barbara and then you get up into like Big Sur, Monterey, Carmel and all that stuff. You're like a real estate agent. I know. (laughs) 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 That's, listen, man. Okay, it's what I do. It's what I do. And then we we drove into uh, Montecito. I did not see Oprah. I did Uh not find Harry and Meghan. I know. But were you looking? I was, yeah. It's very difficult though because everybody lives beside a 20 foot wall. You didn't do one of those um, those tours? <laughs> There's no, it's impossible to tour. It's like you drive around, like where Megan and Harry and Oprah and Steven Spielberg and everybody else live, mm-hmm. right? You drive through their neighborhood and it's like driving through a forest, but then every now and then you just see a 20 foot high gate. Like you don't see, even see houses. But you know, you know Walt Disney's because the gate is a big Mickey Mouse head. Is that where he's that where his place was in Montecito? Yeah, yeah. yeah I did yeah. one of those Hollywood tours. Yeah, you would have known yeah. if you did the tour. Yeah, you went all the way up there on a Hollywood tour. Yeah, really, that's like two and a half hours or wherever Walt Disney lived. I don't know, oh, no, but I his gate he, was a big Mickey head. Oh yeah, it's not it's not up there no, though. You can see nothing Mickey heads if you just go, I to, know, Disney just go World. to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> everything, everything has a Mickey head on it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I haven't had carbs in three days and I feel dynamite. Oh, I have them oh, all day. Look at you. What's the reason? I was getting real bloated from flying because I get super bloated from flying. Yeah. Right? That's oh, yeah, the one you did. It's the one thing I hate about flying. Here is to I, California, I California to, to Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver to Victoria, Victoria to Toronto. Right? So a lot of lot of planes. But uh, I just, I was, and I ate like. You were eating on planes? uh, No, I just, I was, first of all, I was on vacation. So I just ate like crap, right? Like just everything. Anything and everything. But you'll go back to eating crap again soon, right? Like the the girl, yeah, probably. What's Uh, the most, uh, over the the, the course of your travels. Yes. What was like the most, I can't believe I ate all of this in one meal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know exactly what it was. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I (laughs) I know exactly what it was. Yeah. So it was sort of late and the girls wanted to go for dinner and I didn't want to go for dinner. I wasn't hungry. Um, so they walked to this restaurant out of, you didn't even just go with them to the company. Nah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Sorry gang. I'm riding on solo on this one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, I was, I was sitting in the hotel room. Uh huh. And I was like, okay. Don't uh, tell me you ordered room service. No, no, oh, no, no, no. I didn't when order right. No, 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 no. I went to 7 <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so they went for dinner and it had been about 45 minutes and I realized I was actually getting quite hungry. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, damn, I should have gone with them. <laughs> I miss my family. Where's my family? <laughs> Yo, where you at? Yeah. And then so, nah. And then so I went uh, up to 7 Eleven while they were out having a lovely meal. Uh huh. I went to 7-Eleven, and you know those Dukes 
like meat logs, like the meat sticks that I love so much Uh because everything in America is large. Uh Um, At 7-Eleven, they sold a bag of those that was equivalent of three of the normal size bags of pepperoni sticks that I would normally buy. For how much, like two bucks? Ah, yeah, it was cheap as hell. (laughs) So I walked up to 7-Eleven and I grabbed a bag of those, so pepperoni sticks, Uh a bag of chips, a jar of salsa, and two cans of white claw. Oh my God. (laughs) And then I went back and I sat at the desk in the hotel and watched the hockey game on my computer. Yo, USA, USA. (laughs) That's a real American stuff right there. So I just, I ate so much garbage. So much garbage. Please tell everyone, because you sent me a picture of the the, the king can of white claw. Oh my God. Which is not what a king can of white claw looks like in Canada. They have cans of beer and white claw and everything else that you can get in a can in this country. In America, they have like these extra large cans. It's a can that I've never seen before. It's It's a barrel. It's it's a barrel. The can looks like, the only way I can describe what it's like feeling it, like that big in your hand, okay, (laughs) is is if, you know when you have a blowtorch, like the blue canister blowtorch? Yeah. That's the size of the can. Yeah. It is a massive, massive can. And when you, like, it's heavy to hold. You take the first sip with two hands like Baby Yoda, right? Is it meant to share? No. Uh, I mean, probably, realistically, yes. But uh, but no. So anyway, I had to figure something out. So I just stopped eating carbs the last couple of days, and I feel great. Yeah. Hold on. When Catherine yeah. gets back to the hotel. Yeah. And you saying, smell like pepperoni. And oh, like, oh, I told her already. I was like, I made a mistake yeah. when you were gone. Did they get another room? Because, like, all those pepperoni. Bro, things, like, I smell in there. And I had hot. Almost earlier in the day, too. Oh. Oh. <laughs> right? You're so disgusting. Oh. USA! 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 The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I gotta get into this real quick. Dammit Moore, I hit the streets with uh, a couple of questions for people. But I feel like the way you positioned it, Dammit Moore, with people is that you said it was based on a scientific experiment or based on science. Science says this. Well, yeah, no one would, like, care if I went out there going, here's what I think. So you just straight up lied. Yeah. Uh, Do you always uh, start down the stairs with the same foot every single time? Do you always blow the same nostril first, no matter which side is more stuffy? And then do you always put your, your first sock on the same foot every time? So I would say for stairs... I haven't paid attention. I, I, think- I did it first. I tried all and of these what? out. And it's true. So I always start down the stairs with my right. Yeah. I always blow my nose with my left. Like Even if your right nostril. is more congested? Yeah, you always go with I your always, left. When it, when it comes to my nose, I always blow my nose uh, whichever side is congested the most. Yeah. And I, socks, I, down, I do my right. You know what's so funny? So I'm left-handed. Going down the stairs, I believe I use my left foot always first. Uh, putting on my socks, I always put my right sock on first. Yeah, always. I'm right-handed, and I put my left foot going downstairs, and I put my left sock on first. Really? Yeah, and then when it comes to nostrils, I just sort of lean to one side. Whichever side is more congested? Yeah, and then just blow. Because, like, if you already feel like one side is more than the other, wouldn't you want to get rid of that first before trying the other side? One would think, but then I tried this with my nose, and I did left first. Then I waited a while. How many times do you do this? 
three times, and then I waited a while. Science. (laughs) I did the science experiment. (laughs) I know, Mocha. Me talking about science. Anyway, this is a good one. Here we go. Apparently, and you got to tell me if you're the same way, we do things the same way all the time, whether it's using the same nostril, stepping down the stairs the same way, or even putting our socks on the feet the same way. So, of course, I hit the streets in the name of science. So, apparently, you always start down the stairs with the same foot every time. Do you think that's true? Um, I'm not too sure. I haven't thought about it before. Okay, well, look, there's stairs right over here. Let's give it a try. Let's walk down the stairs, shall we? Go ahead. Okay, you started with your right foot. Yep, right. Okay, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Okay. Go ahead. That's the right foot again. Okay. Wow. <laughs> You're not joking. <laughs> now, now try and do it with the other foot. <laughs> what? What's going on? I can't do it. What are your thoughts I'm on sure that? could. <laughs> it must be some sort of conditioning. I've probably always done it, and I haven't realized it until now. But now I'm aware of it, so maybe I'll switch. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> when I go back upstairs later on, I'm going to be aware of what foot I'm stepping with first. That's for sure. According to science, you always blow the same nostril first, no matter how stuffed up you are. Is this true for you? Yes, I always do my right first. All right, so act it out. Let's see if you can do it. Pretend you're blowing your nose. Okay. Oh, that's so gross. Like you literally blew your nose on my microphone. (laughs) (laughs) And which nose nostril did you use first? My right. I use my right, too. Okay, here's a tissue for you. Anything for science. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's my right one. Okay, do you have a tissue? Try this out. That's so nasty. Right. Why do you suppose this is? Why are we always doing the same thing with the same nostril? Um, I remember learning something about it, but I think the right nostril is connected more to like the nasal passages that go up into your like nasal area. Which sock do you put on first? Which foot sock do you put on first? Left every time. Show me. Show me. That was your right foot. No, it wasn't. wasn't. Oh, it was your left foot because I was facing you. Why do you suppose we always do the same foot first? Because we're creatures of habit. Which foot do you do first? I do my right. Show me. Okay, but why the right for you? Why are you yelling at everybody? I'm right-handed. I don't know. Which hand do you write with? I am left-handed. Oh, is your mind blown? Totally. It is. Okay, let's talk about you putting your socks on, okay? Pretend you're putting your socks on. Which foot do you do first? Which foot I do? Usually, I think I would do right. I'm right hand. You're right? Okay. Now try it again. Let's see if you do the same foot. Yeah. So apparently we always start with the same foot. Why is that? I think we get used to it. All right. Try doing it with the left. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) You did the right again, even though I asked you to do the left. I know. Why is that? I don't know, man. Just got used to it, I think. (laughs) All in the name of science. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. No, is on the way. Yeah, when's that happening? Uh, Tomorrow, like rush hour evening, 20 plus centimeters, tomorrow night into uh, Saturday. So get ready for that. How have they not invented something yet to just like push so to, the snow to do, elsewhere? Okay, hold what on. What do you mean push the snow elsewhere? Like some sort of way of making the snow magnetically or whatever. Go Magnetic- to magnetically? Or I don't know, like a magnetic force. This sounds like an ecological disaster right now. <laughs> like, and where are they going to push it? Like to the lake or to a forest. To the lake? I don't know, just so it doesn't land on us. 
Like how much snow? Like what do you mean? Like all the snow? Like uh, as soon as it starts falling, it yeah. immediately either shoots to the left or shoots to the right. But what about the people on the left or the right? No, but maybe it goes so far left into the lake. Oh. And see, thank you, Shem. <laughs> <laughs> Shem. Bruh, I was kidding. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so hurt. Like you want? Why don't you just like you want to bubble the city kind of thing, or like one big giant fan? Great. Yeah. Fan. No, 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 no. Magnetic. Okay. Explain the process of magnetizing. Because I was snow. thinking recently that like the Northern Lights is a magnetic force kind of thing, right? Kind of thing. Explain the Northern Lights, damn it, Warren. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the news, and it was very beautiful. They were showing the Northern Lights, and they said yeah. it was some sort of magnetic force or reforce. Or that's what their like words that. were. This is some sort or of magnetic, magnetic reforce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or reforce. Yeah. That's what the news said. <laughs> yeah. Give or You're take. watching City okay. News, and they said. Yeah. It was City News, and yeah. they said. Okay. It was like, hey, look at the beautiful Northern yeah. Lights. This is caused, caused by, by some sort of, of magnetic, magnetic reforce. reforce. Okay. okay. So if you would, yeah. if, it's clearly there is a magnetic wave in the air. If there's a way to harness that power and yeah. send whatever weather you don't want elsewhere. So, okay. But, but what if but you live what, so mo what moves the weather, though, Maury? I don't know. Like, it connects to it as it's coming down. It connects to what? The snow? Yeah. How do you magnetize do you, snow? Like, as it comes out, it, I guess it's signaled to go wherever you it's signal sig it to go. But how do you signal it? You're missing a big part of this. Like, Wi-Fi? That's not my job. The scientists, I just give the idea, and then the scientists have to work it out. Oh. Like, science don't got enough to worry about? Okay, so you're asking... They got to worry about magnetizing snow? <laughs> More, why yeah. why wouldn't you just go like in, instead of magnetizing snow yeah or submagnetizing snow why not just melt it and then just turn it into rain wouldn't that be easier yeah i just was thinking there's got to be a way to control the weather <laughs> <laughs> Are you honestly, you're sounding like Dr. Evil from Austin Powers right now. <laughs> right? If we yes. can connect a giant laser beam. Oh my God. If Maury was a, a, like an evil boss, all of your henchmen would be dead because Maury would sit in a tone and go, gentlemen, magnetize snow. <laughs> and they'd all look at each other like, oh God, one of us is yeah, going to yeah. die today. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Patrick, hello. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. How are you guys? Good, man. What's going on? What's happening in your life? Why are you reaching out? I'm so worried that I'm going to lose my best friend. Oh, you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, recently, my best friend has moved 20 hours away to university, and we barely talk anymore. He's been busy with friends and schoolwork, and I try to reach out to him and he seems like he's barely making an effort to talk to me what should i do because i don't want to lose my best friend oh buddy that sucks how old are you man i'm 19 years old all right yeah. and how long have uh, you and this person been friends for well like since grade two grade one since elementary oh, wow. school wow, now did, did you guys have conversations that you were going to sort of go off and do college together uh not really the plan was just that we were just going to go to university. He was going to do his thing. I was going to do my thing. But we were always going to stay in contact with each other. Yeah. Uh, it's if it makes tough, you feel, dude. If it makes you feel any better, 
uh, I don't know. I've had that conversation multiple times with people that I went to um, high school with or just like even college. Like you, you, you form these bonds, these relationships, and it doesn't always work out with every single person that you hope to be best friends with or hope to to have that close relationship with right right yeah Yeah, bro it's it's tough and i think you have to if you if you really like the guy and love the guy and you know he is your best friend you have to want the best for him and the best for him right now is to go and experience everything that going off to college you know is there for it right like yeah. he has to he has to be able to to form new friendships he has to be able to you know join social groups and get a girlfriend and guys that he can hang out with and you know do all that stuff that you guys used to do together because you're not around anymore and that sucks and it, it's like you feel him sort of slipping away and somebody's going to slide in and take your best friend spot and all this stuff which is true right yeah. it's it's true um but just because this kind of thing happens, you know, during college doesn't mean that people don't come around again. You know, uh, they they go off and they, they, you know, live these wonderful adventures, but oftentimes they come back again and they remember the people that, you know, were there in their life when before they got there. But sometimes it doesn't. And I think that one thing that we've talked about a lot on this show is that friendship doesn't necessarily mean forever. And sometimes you grow apart and sometimes, you know, you have a best friend. I had a, I had a, many best friends when I was growing up. I don't talk to any of them. Mm-hmm. I like, like for me, people that I grew up with, I think there's maybe one person that I could text where they wouldn't think it was weird to get a text from me. Mm. To be honest, I only have one person's number that I grew up with. Really? Yeah. Wow. And not, and you don't even have like any interest in finding finding the. No, I, guess I, it's been I see so long, I see right? my, like Facebook and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, and every yeah. now and then I throw a like or a comment on on something. But like I'm not close to anybody mm-hmm. like at all, and and I think that that's okay. I had wonderful relationships with these people yeah. when I was growing up. They were great friends, but I, but but it's not forever. Well, the thing is, is that like before he left, like we already planned out. We were like, yeah, we're still going to continue with Friday night game nights and whatnot. And he didn't even have an Xbox at the time. So for his going away present, well, I bought him a whole Xbox, whole brand new one. And uh, it's only like, we still play, but it's like, it's occasionally, but I, at the end of the day, I guess that's the closest I'll get with him. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough, I know you're getting ghosted, right? Like it's, it's, it's tough. And you really want to put in the effort. You bought on the Xbox and you had all this, you know, these big plans. But Friday night when you're off at college, you know, like he's got other options. That's true. That's true. He's got other options. So instead of, you know, having your heart broken, uh, maybe come up with a better time, you know, like maybe just say, maybe just commit to saying, Hey, listen, I know Friday's crazy and you're off doing whatever you're doing. And you know, I love you for it, but let's just say, let's try one day a week. It doesn't have to be always Fridays, but let's just try for one day a week or one day or one day a month. Even, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have a, a rager on Xbox and, and, and just try it that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Instead of feeling hurt that he can't commit to the Friday. Yeah, I, I I'm sure that he could uh, try to do any time of the week. I mean, Friday nights before going out with the boys. So I'm sure he can try to squeeze me in at any time of the weekend, or yeah, even during the weekday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try try that. Just just shake it up a little bit. Yo, by the way, uh, what's your game of choice? What do you guys play? Uh, GTA. Oh, sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe you yeah. suck. That's why he doesn't want to play. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, um, yeah, no, he does. No, he does. Oh, he I'm sucks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all right, Patrick. You guys, you guys right. are going to be good. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. All right take care, bro. Take care, man. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. So this, um, this audio is from the States. Somebody was traveling. I guess they went to like a basketball tournament or something. And they had asked a bunch of the people who were there attending to pronounce city names mm-hmm. within Toronto. Right? So oh. they just showed them the spelling yeah. for Scarborough, Mississauga, <laughs> Damn. Brampton, yeah. and Pickering. Right. And they asked these Americans on first view yeah. of these words. They didn't do Bromalia? They did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, big up Brampton. Um, so just on first view of these words, yeah. say the word. Mississauga screws people up hard, man. Bro. Pronounce this word. Oh my God. Mississauga. Mississippi. Scarbodoli. <laughs> I like to say Brampton. Scar- Scarborough. Scar- Scarborough. 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 What? Scarborough. Scarborough. Mississauga. Scarborough. Bull Star. Brampton. Scarborough. Mississauga. Yeah, probably call it Pika Ring. Sanja. Missanga. Miss. Missanga. Miss. My old man used to call it Massasuga. What? Or, or Miss, Mississauga. My favorite is a kid that's called it Mississausage. Mississausage. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So, you know, the uh, auto show is on right now, right? Is it? Uh huh. And I'm going next week. Yeah. And next then week. Maury said, um, ask me, hey, what day are you going? I was like, I don't yeah. know, maybe like next Saturday or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, my dad's going as well, Frank. I was yeah. like, cool, maybe I'll text him, I'll meet up, right? Yeah. Grab a drink or whatever. <laughs> and I was on. like, who's Frank? No, like legit, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, who's Frank going with? Yeah. And he goes, uh, Donna. I'm like, cool, yeah. He goes, and Daniel and Kyle. I was like, okay, your brothers. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they're going to celebrate. Um, Who's it, Daniel's birthday? Kyle's birthday. Kyle's birthday. I was like, okay, so it's a family outing and you're not invited? (laughs) (laughs) And you, how close do you live to the audio show, Maury? Steps, they're parking in my building. (laughs) Wait a second. Hold on now. Hold on now. They have a family birthday outing to the auto show. Yeah. Family outing. Yes. For your brother's birthday. Yeah, they're trekking downtown. Okay, to go they're, to the they're driving thing. all the way into the city. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're parking in your building. how long build- does it take the, for them to drive, by the way? 48 like minutes. Okay. 48 minutes okay, to drive. So let's say an hour in traffic because of the auto show, right? Yeah. So an hour. They're going to drive an hour. They're going to park in your building. Yeah. Right? For free. That's right. And then they're just going to And leave, I will be home. And you will be home. Will you see them? Um, probably after. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's got to let them back into the garage, right? Right. Oh my god! I have to come down in my PJs. <laughs> I just thought. Was like How do you not get invited to that? Your own brother's birthday party. 
I guess because like they they didn't want to like you know fork out for more tickets. I don't know. For one extra ticket? You know what? Truth be told, I think that they realized if they invited me, then like Matthew would have to come as well. <laughs> have to. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> And what, Matthew would just be miserable the whole time, right? Exactly. And they're like, you know what? Let's just save each other some stress. We'll see you, and, you know, in the garage. Oh. Yo, this, this is family day weekend. <laughs> Thank you, Chef. Oh <laughs> Thank you. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Pink has finally released the much-anticipated ninth album called Trust Fall out everywhere right now. She is, of course, going on her 2023 Summer Carnival Tour. It's actually going into next year as well. Worldwide, the only Canadian date right now is uh, July 24th in Toronto at Rogers Centre. And now it's time to get loud. We welcome to the Razamoga Show, the one, the only, Pink is in the building! How are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? Really great. Yeah, you look good. How do you feel? Thanks. I feel good. I feel good. I'm a little tired. I threw a party for Willow's whole school yesterday. That was a lot. Wow. Hold a on. When you say school. the whole school, like, what are we talking about? Like, how many people? How many kids? 50 families. Damn. <laughs> are you expected because you're pink to throw that kind of party? No, I do it because I love it. I, my daughter really me be a part of her life and i love that Thank i you. saw that video that you posted when she was doing that solo the olivia rodrigo song and we know she can sing but what was that like for you just as a mom watching her up there alone oh my gosh she's so darling and she's so kind of clueless to her own magic as most girls are unfortunately actually most people boys are too but my favorite is when I'm driving her to school and she's just sitting next to me singing and her voice is so sweet and wonderful and I just I can't believe it like I was it's so weird the genetics of things right yep. like yeah. my dad sang I sing she sings it's bizarre it's you awesome. just want to like cry all the time like when you hear that yeah and you're, like, I, I do soaking cry. in the moment yeah. I cry all the time uh this album is like and correct me if i'm wrong but this album seems like it really comes from a place of optimism and being optimistic is not something that has come easy to a lot of people over the last few years was it easy for you to sort of lean into optimism you are the first person in my 43 years that has ever called me an optimist <laughs> <laughs> wait is that a good I used thing to say or a bad thing coolest, but that just means you're a pessimist um geez thanks I think maybe what you're getting as optimism is me going, well, if the world is ending, then I'm just going to dance. <laughs> fair enough. Fair right. enough. Because it's easier for people to just point out all the things that are awful than to sort of bring something to it that's beautiful. And I think that that's what you did with this record. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I think life is just a roller coaster. and It's messy and awesome. And, and at the end of the day, if you can laugh and cry and be connected to your feelings and have good people around you that you can cuddle with and you're oh. you're good when you look at your career pink and the amount of albums that you've released and songs uh the longevity that you have you you know going back to songs like most girls there you go you make me sick uh get the party started and so on and so on and so on you think about your your legacy what comes to mind? It's all over the place. I don't even know. I don't know. I think about poor Carrie. That's what I that's the first thing. <laughs> we all do. I know. Everyone always says it. Uh, oh, man. I have a song on this album called Hate Me, and yeah. I wrote it on a 
one of our worst days. And I came oh. home. He goes, how, how was today? I go, oh, we're talking. Oh. I go, you want to hear how today went? And he goes, sure. And he just starts giggling. And he goes, well, you're welcome. <laughs> there's, um, there's a line in Kids in Love where you say, if you don't f- up, you'll never learn. What's the biggest mm-hmm. lesson you learned from f***ing up? Oh, my God. Fortunately, I got to do most of my true f-ing up before social media. So that I lucked out. But when you wake up in a bathtub full of Vicks Vapor Rub, you know you made some bad decisions the previous evening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pink joins us right now. Make sure you go get that new album. It's out everywhere. It's called Trustfall. And you got to be excited for fans to, to finally get this album. I'm really excited because I really do think it's one of my best albums I've ever made. Or I, you know, I, I just, I love it so much. When I Get There is a really beautiful song about losing somebody. Who is it about somebody? And why was this the track that you wanted to sort of lead everything? Because it's who I am. When I meet someone, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to ask you how you are because I hate that question. And you're going to say fine and you're lying. I'm like going to tell you something really honest about me and you can tell me something really honest back. So when I get there is just clearing the bullshit out of the way Mm -hmm. and sitting down and having a really hard conversation. And you know, I lost my dad and I lost my one of my dearest friends within eight months of each other when I was making this album. And when you're, I feel like it's two things for me. If my kid is sick or losing a parent, it distills life down so quickly mm-hmm. into what matters and who am I and what, what do I actually care about? And, you know, that's kind of this record. And when I get there is, it's a lovely idea to think that, that, He's somewhere nice. When when you release something new, everybody starts talking about a tour. When you're in these sort of, uh, where you're adding, adding, adding and adding and adding to the catalog, are there songs of yours that you don't remember anymore? Like remember all the lyrics to? Oh, remember yeah. The, oh, yeah? Which one's the hardest always to try and reintroduce back into a show? There's so many that I haven't done. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to sing um, You Get My Love more than once. I think my eyes would pop out of my skull. It's so funny. People think about if you if you know me by radio me, right? Like my singles, mm. then you think I'm the angriest person <laughs> alive. I like angry. No, I would disagree. I, I would disagree. disagree. Really? I think we yeah. have talked so many times on this show that you are the great equalizer. And when you're not touring or releasing new music, when you sort of step back, when you're being creative, there is an imbalance in the pop world. And that that thing does not get fixed until you come back. Yeah. You oh. are the thing that equalizes everything in that world. And we've had this conversation a oh. hundred times on this show. Wow. Oh. I want to get a jacket that says that it's I a lot of words i can i can break it down for you it's smaller okay i'll give me some time i'll edit that down for you and yeah, we'll get you, you the t-shirt jackets. uh pink we are so happy uh to be chatting with you and we we know you have such a busy day and we appreciate you sharing your day and and your uh, time with thank us you trust fall is the new album it is out everywhere pink the entire country canada we just cannot wait to see you on tour we love you yeah. so much uh the raw is a mocha show we love you and we are so appreciative that we got a chance to uh, share this moment together. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you too. Right on. I'm smiling. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pink is still on her promotional tour 
for her album Trustfall, which is out. And the album's amazing. The writing on it is incredible. So she's making the rounds, doing all sorts of shows, and I've got to play you guys a couple of clips here. Uh, first one, I did not know that Pink, um, that Madonna doesn't like Pink because she's telling this story to Howard Stern the other day. Madonna doesn't like me. She tried to play me on Regis and Kelly, and I didn't, I'm not, you know. It's just such a silly story because I actually love Madonna. I love her no matter what. Such an inspiration to me. But it sort of got twisted around that I was like fangirling and was dying to meet Madonna when I, in actuality she invited me into her dressing room. And so I just said a joke when Regis brought me out. He's like, how does it feel to meet you? Like, I mean, I heard you're just falling over yourself backstage. How does it feel? I'm like, I thought she wanted to meet me. So... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Very unfortunate. And Pink is like the type of person where I feel, uh, and in talking to her, she's just like a straight up, no BS, oh. not one to be played with. Love that about her. Right? But at the same time, she does have a sense of humor as well. Um, Y'all remember this song from back in the day because there's controversy, which we'll get to in a second. You'll hear from Pink and then Christina Aguilera, but the Lady Marmalade song. Get you, get you, yeah, yeah. Which they were both on. Lil' Kim was on it as well. Uh, Maya was on it as well. Moulin Rouge soundtrack. Correct. So, Pink, according to Pink, she was on uh, Chris Wallace's show. And he brings up the fact that he heard that during the filming of the music video for this song on set, that Christina Aguilera actually wanted to fight Pink. What? During the making of this music video. Listen to this. I know there's this thing out now about whether or not you're throwing shade at, mm. at Christina Aguilera. And there's a feud. I don't care about that. Here's what I care about. Me either. I read that at one point, Christina wanted to have a fight with you. She as, did. As to who was going to sing which part of the song. If that had happened, because I watched this video... You would have kicked her ass. Yeah, well, maybe. But, well, our personalities just didn't, you know, not everybody is supposed to like each other, and that's okay. And back then, our personalities did not mix at all, and that was okay. And then we hugged it out, kissed it out, and we have many times since. Um, I think the shade where people get it twisted with me is that if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it honestly. I'm going to tell you my experience of how it happened. And to me, that's not that's not shade. That's just honesty. Now, I should know better by now that total honesty doesn't work in this world. People want to hear nice things and they want you to clean it all up for them. But it's just not my way. So did she really want to throw down with you? She did. Well, what did she say? She was upset that I was sitting in her chair and so was going <laughs> to shut down the entire um, production. And I didn't know I was sitting in her chair. And I'm also, I've been, I was homeless at 15. Like, I'm, you can't talk to me any kind of way. And so I've, you know, you, you picked the wrong one. But that's over. It's over. I understand, but it's, it's a pretty interesting like, story. It is an interesting story, but it probably happens every day in every workplace. People just, some people don't get along. And then they figure it out, and they realize what's important, and they hug it out, and they move on. So that's pink. Right? She never answered whether or not she'd be able to kick the ass of Christina Aguilera. Oh, she said... She'd throw down. She said, I would throw down. Like, do no, not but she mess never agreed. with me. Yes, I would win. <laughs> well, Christina Aguilera, on the other hand, thinks that if she were to throw hands with Pink, that Pink would kick her ass. Yeah, of course. Because this was brought up 
to Christina Aguilera at one point on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and listen to her, Christina Aguilera, tell this story. In 2017, Pink was on Watch What Happens Live. (laughs) She said that you two had made amends. You were all good. You had recorded a song together. She said, back in the day that you had an altercation (laughs) and that you swung on her, <laughs> is that how you remember? Do you when you heard that? You must have heard that she said that. And I, is that? Do you remember that night? Is that how it? Do no. you remember it? I I heard about that story and I saw it like on the. Um, I saw the clips of it, but yeah. I didn't actually. Sorry, I didn't see yeah, the yeah. actual episode. Okay. Episode. You know, it's so funny because. Yeah, I I seen her behind the music and I know she had some you know feelings or whatever about how the recording of Lady Marmalade went down and all that and. I know the actual video. She was she intimidated me <laughs> because she was she was a little heckling me in in the audience a little bit behind the director. And I was like, oh, what's going on? Right. But well, you know that's together. what she did back then. But she's like, you know, she's she's a different person now. She's yeah. like a mom. She's like, she's cool. I I seem to have a different memory of a night we had at a club at a club where we played spin the bottle. Okay. <laughs> I have a love memory. I don't know. We had a love memory. She She remembers you swinging on her. Okay, wait, wait. Look at her and look at me. Like I I wouldn't swing on her. She, she's like, she's like, you know, she, she can't beat my ass. Are you kidding me? There you go. Christina Aguilera saying that Pink would beat her ass and that she never swung on her. I'm gonna lie. I find all this so hot. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, can you explain to me real quick here? Um, how in the world that Lil Wayne thought Drake's name was Drizzy Drake Rogers? <laughs> like, first of all, that's an awesome name, by the way. Drizzy Drake Rogers? Drizzy Drake Rogers. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a superhero. Yes. Um, so back when Drake was not the Drake that we all know. Okay. The worldwide... headlining superstar when he was just this mixtape guy from Toronto. Gotcha. um, Had caught the attention of Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne had reached out to be like, hey, we should talk, right? Yeah. So you have Lil Wayne who's already at that time 10 plus years ago was already a big name in the music industry, right? Um, I guess they had been communicating through email. And Drake... Being from Canada, use Rogers, right? Oh my God. But Drake didn't <laughs> want to be that guy to correct, you know, like his new boss essentially, because they did a song together where Lil Wayne references Drake's email address on a song called Ransom. And I just sold a lot of property to a buyer, and I think his name was kind of like Drake Drizzy Rogers or Drizzy oh Drake God. Rogers. I'm too busy to play father, and when it comes to that game, I'm too willing to play harder. right so when you're an unknown to the world right you have a big following in in toronto but you're an unknown to the world and you have one of the greatest rappers alive on a song with you you're not going to go back to him and be like by the way yeah this verse somebody right in this verse here's what you said it's actually not like my last name really isn't rogers Uh, Because in that interview that's going around of uh, Drake talking to, I think it's Lil Yachty, um, it's like a 30-minute interview, and they talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And I guess it kicks off with Yachty calling Drake, uh, Drizzy Drake Rogers. I feel like I'm 
kind of introducing. Oh, not that one. Hold on. This one. Drake Drizzy Rogers. How are you? Do yeah, people man. call you that one? Not really. Drake Drizzy Rogers. No, not anymore. I don't know if I want to do it. Like, by the way, you know the story behind that, by the way? No, what is the story behind my, that? My, my, uh, my email was drizzydrake at rogers.com. Rogers mm, you actually is, told me that. Yeah, yeah Rogers yeah. is the service provider yeah, yeah, in yeah, Canada. Yeah. And then he thought that he didn't realize. Who's he? Wayne. Ah. Wayne thought that, like, he didn't realize at that time that, like, the at in the email was, like, a, like a, okay, like a middle, yeah, like, interference Not piece in the of, name? Yeah, so he just thought my name was Drizzy Drake Rogers. And he just kept that. I mean, he rapped it once. I just, I didn't have the heart to correct him. That's, <laughs> that's pretty sick. God bless his heart. Yeah. That, that may now be my second favorite um, email, email story from, uh, uh, from a celebrity. My first favorite is uh, Donald Glover, who when Donald Glover um, started out, his old man, his dad, had a Twitter account before Donald Glover did. Uh -huh. And so his dad had Don Glover. And so his dad gave Donald Glover Don Glover for a very brief period of time. Mm -hmm. But then you realize that the way uh, nobody really knew anything about social media and everything is all crammed together with no capital letters. And so Don Glover became Dong Lover. Oh, my God. I'm just oh. looking at it right <laughs> now. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Dad. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I think it's safe now to talk about um, you, season four, part one. We're like two weeks yeah. out from. Oh, of course it is. Absolutely. It being out, and based on everything I've seen on Twitter so far, majority of people watched all five episodes that were released on the same night. If right? you're going to watch, you have. Mm -hmm. Um. And part two comes out in two weeks, which is great because I can't wait to see Twitter blow up based on what's going to happen. Dim Mori and I had a chance to watch the entire thing already. What? So we know what happened. Like together in the same room, like in, in, wait, in, wait, in wait, a wait. nice comfy couch. That part wait. is not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's like, and I didn't get the I invite. Didn't the invite Did you watch? Did you watch all of? Oh, yeah. One night. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, thoughts. Because I think this is, they had to go in the direction that they did this time around, or else it just would have been a repeat of seasons one. I think it's the best season yet. I agree. Yeah, I think more. it's the best in season one, I will say. I yeah. love season one. A um, couple seasons in there, two and three were kind of, this is great. I, I love the direction that they're going. I, and the thing I like the most, and I think Maury mentioned it when he uh, spoke with Penn Badgley, is that they have really made Joe... Um, not despicable, right? Like, even though he's a murderer, yes, right? He isn't despicable. You almost root for him, even though he's creepy as hell. And that's the one thing that you see on Twitter a lot, right? Is like, especially from women who are like pining over Joe or in this season calling he's his name's Jonathan, creepy. right? Yeah. And yeah, and he's not, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but he's not as, I mean, okay, this is going to sound wrong. He's not as creepy. Like, he's still creepy, but not as creepy as he was in the previous season. So he's turned down the creepy. Yeah. Right. And his inner monologue seems to be, it seems like they've amped up some of the comedy or they've changed it just a little bit. I've had a lot of time to think walking around London. Like a poet once said, heartbreak is our greatest teacher. And if so, thank you for making me wise. Right? So not, yeah. still got the creepy voice. 
but not saying things that would be perceived as being creepy. When I wish my internal voice sounded that good. Your external voice doesn't even sound that way. <laughs> Just a stranger in a strange land looking for some place remote to dispose of Malcolm. A sawmill sounds promising. Here's hoping it's closed. Looks like I have half a soccer game to do this. Yes, I know that's not what they call it. So, again, it still sounds creepy, but a little bit more comedic this time around. Dare I say it almost sounds... Oh, it's going to sound like such a creep saying this. It almost sounds sexy. Is that weird? Look at your face. But his voice like that is every season has. That's why the ladies love no, him. No, but, this but is, is this different? Is this different? different. That's different gonna be my it. question. Is it yeah. different this time around? It is. There's something. Oh man. What? I say it. Yo, it, everybody's listening. Say it. It's like it's almost like he's sedu. I almost feel seduced. No. A little bit. From Joe Goldberg. It sounds with his voice. She really is so sweet. Is it true though? American men are better in bed, or is it only the Jewish ones? <laughs> Is it even legal to say that? We're having a laugh. Please try and have a sense of humor at least, Jonathan. I will if she starts being funny. Yo, listen, (laughs) play play that first part again. She really is so sweet. Is it true, though? She really is is so sweet. That's what gets you, Chef? Is that the turn on for you, I didn't say it was turned on. (laughs) It sure sounds like it. She really is so sweet. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. William, welcome to the Roz and Mocha show. What's going on at home? What are you dealing with? Good morning, Roz and Mocha. I think my wife is making me to do something very unreasonable. Oh, no. Uh, you wrote us this, William. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. My wife keeps pushing me to ask my mother for money in order to buy a new house. On top of that, my wife is not on speaking terms with my mother, and it's frustrating every time we discuss this. It ends up in an argument or a fight. Where do you guys live now? Uh, we live in a house. Like, like your own house or mother- like oh, with your mother? No, 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 no. So my mother is in, so is in China. Oh, your mom's and, in China. Uh, we, we, yeah, we, we are permanent residents in Canada. Okay. And we currently live in the first house, and which my mom helped us pay for the down payment. Okay. So, so wait a second. So take us back here. So you own a house yeah. currently right now, yeah, you and your I wife. Do. And yeah. your mother helped you with the down payment for that house. Now your wife Correct. is saying, hey, ask your mother for more money so we can get. Now, does she want to sell the place you're living in now or does she just want to buy a second house? Mm, so ideally, she wants to buy a second house. <laughs> oh, I understand. So what about her parents? Can they kick in some funds? So they already did. Oh. But it's not enough with so with the house that she has in mind, I think. Okay, so wait a second. So you, she wants to buy a second house. What's she gonna? What's her plan for the first house? We're gonna either rent it out. Yeah. Or when the market is, gets better, we might sell it. What? Okay, so she wants an income property. But can you guys? You obviously cannot afford an income, like to invest in an income property right now. Uh, we could, but we oh. can't. We but so she wants to move into a bigger house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But then, so she wants. So she wants settle with something that's on par with what we have right now, and then uh, yeah. So because I think the parents, the, the money that her parents gave us, should be enough for us to get a new one. But it won't be as good as the whatever what is with the house that she has in mind. Okay. okay. So she wants a bigger and better house 
but y'all need yeah. money for a bigger and better yeah. house that you don't have. Yes. Okay, so the, the houses are very expensive right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, she knows that, right? Like... She knows. She works in the bank, so she knows. How much? Oh, how, how, okay, okay. So, so her type of house, like you, you know what she's looking at, right? Like, give us the the yeah. like, like what sort of prices are we talking here for her ideal like, house? Like two point five mil. Two point five mil. How much money did your mother give you for the first house? I don't remember the exact number. It's about the down payment is about sixty five percent of the uh, eight hundred thousand. Oh, jeez. So, Bro, like, if you guys can't afford this on your own, as adults who already own a home and who are trying to pay off a home, I don't think, especially for her working at a bank, she should know it's probably not a wise move for you guys to invest in a $2.5 million home that you can't afford already. <clears throat> like, I yeah, don't think you should be going, I mean, I don't know, my opinion, I don't think you should be going to your mother asking for money. I don't even think that you should take your in-laws money to no, pay for no. this new house that you guys are going to get screwed on when you can't start making payments on it that you need to. William, can you even make the mortgage payment on a $2.5 million house? We, we did the math. So all probably all of uh, my, of my income will, will just go strictly only to mortgage. Okay. Hold on here. Let me okay. Try, let but me... uh, so then oh, that leaves Jesus. her income. Can her income then, support your family situation right now living in the home that you're in and paying utilities and paying for groceries etc 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 so we have to make some cuts here and there and uh, okay, that's bro. the other yeah, thing bro. So- okay I- i'm just gonna say right now like if you don't have the if you didn't have enough money to get one house right so you had to go to your mom to ask for money that's fine it happens all the time mm. as long as it's a gift and not a loan because that's a whole different thing and then if you wind up having an income property you got to kick some of that money back to the mom all that stuff right but if yep. you don't have the money right now to buy a second home there is no way you should even be considering buying a second home that's right so that's here let I've me been trying to here, tell her. i just found a house okay I just found a house that that's a 2.6, let's just say, right? So not far off of what you're looking at, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so 2.6, interest rates are real crazy right now. So a 20% down on a $2.6 million house, that's a that's a down payment of $540,000, okay? Okay. Okay, your, your principal mortgage and interest um, at the end, property tax roughly. So at the end of the month, you're looking at a monthly payment out of pocket, even after the down payment of twelve thousand dollars a month for that house. Oh my god! Can you afford that? Not by myself, <sighs> bro. Don't go broke. Okay, you're gonna. Use the, you know what this is? This is like you're gonna be miserable. Yeah, I and know. stressed. Stressed. Don't you do sound it. stressed already. You just gotta tell I her am. no. You just gotta tell her no. We can't afford it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just gonna be another argument, another fight. It will. But, but guess can't. what? You can't afford another home. She may think that you guys are $2.5 million house people, but you're not. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I know you're right. I was just trying to convince her. Yeah. Okay. Well, well good luck with that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank geez. you. Okay. All right, buddy. Yeah. Take care, man. Congrats okay. on the new home. <laughs> but I, I feel William is not winning this argument at all, bro. No. <laughs> In home number one. All right. Anyway, later, dude. Later. Yeah. Have a good day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. You guys watch um, Knock at the Cabin? No, not yet. M. Night? No, I'm going to watch on- that this weekend. Okay. Cool.
Why, did you watch it? I did. Yeah? I didn't. So first of all, it was in theaters like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I noticed um, last week it was available on demand already. Really, huh? Same with yeah. uh, Magic Mike that's coming out like next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I saw that too. You saw Magic Mike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to see the cabin one, but Matthew wouldn't let me. So Why? Was, what do you mean he won't let you? He that's like scary such a weird movies. way to no, say. No, actually, hold on. This wasn't so bad. He doesn't like scary movies. Why do you movies. look wet today? Oh, I put on ointment. Um, <laughs> I think you went too high. <laughs> Your hair's wet in the front. Mm. Huh, look at that. Um, okay, so he doesn't How do you like not feel that. <laughs> How do you not notice that? Uh, look at that. Okay, so he doesn't like scary movies. You have a towel here? What? I have a shirt. I yeah, I wipe use your, your sleeve, man. Like you look soaking wet. You look like you're caught in the rain. A lot of people like a wet look. No, man, not like that. Not in one part. That looks weird. Yeah, super strange. Yeah, it's like you're standing underneath like a constant drip. <laughs> <laughs> so Matthew doesn't like scary movies. Yeah, and he wanted to spend time together. So he was like, "You watch that on your own time. We'll watch HGTV together." Oh, jeez! I mean, <laughs> so no. I want to watch this so bad. No offense to HGTV. I've had a lot of those days, but that's not quality time. Like, I understand <laughs> if you said, "Hey, listen, I want to hang out with you. You can watch that later. Why don't we go for a walk? Why don't we go yeah. for dinner? Why don't we go and do this?" But he can't say, "I want to spend time with you. Let's not watch a movie. Let's watch HGTV together. Mm. Let's watch something else where we're, neither Man. of us are talking to one and another." And then you get lost in that HGTV vortex of where you're like, "Is it six hours later?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, and you get the tape measure out and you start measuring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shut up! I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is the cabin movie good? Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, don't don't say anything. Oh, Mocha. No. Don't yeah. say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Can I just say? This movie, the performance from Dave Batista, yeah, made me like Dave Batista as an actor even yeah. more. Really, I like, don't know if I can like him even more. Like I love Dave, him as an actor. Dave Batista, his range of acting, and I know recently he said uh, in an interview that he's always wanted to be, like he doesn't know why he's he's never cast as like a, the love interest, like in a romantic movie, romantic comedy, too muscular, for leading him. man type of thing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things he's always wanted to do. But this lane that he's in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's great. As like, I think, bro, like embrace the size and the acting ability that you have. Shoot. With these characters. My favorite quote is when he said that he didn't want to be the rock and he wanted to be an actor. Wow. That sounds like a WrestleMania call out to me, guys. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Dina Pugliese. Where are my brothers at? Dina Zamoka here. Dina, Hello. First of all, um, thank you so much for choosing our show to announce that you will be running for mayor of Toronto. <laughs> Hold on. Because there's two rumors. One is that I'm starting a new show with Ryan Seacrest. The other is that I'm running for mayor. And nobody wants that, okay? Mayor, mayor Tory did not want it to be a circus. It's a guaranteed circus if I put my name in the ballot, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you guys? I Good. Love you guys. Uh, Dina, how are you feeling? Tomorrow is the, uh, is the last day on breakfast television. Um, how are you feeling right now? Like, when I say butterflies in my stomach, I mean giant Jumanji size ones. I, this is something I've been feeling and ready for a while, Roz. You know it. I don't mm. know how you've been doing all that you do for so long, Mocha. Same with you. All of you work so hard. And when you're ready for a change, you're ready. But then it's another thing to face that last day. I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight, 
I have been just overwhelmed with messages and I'm so grateful for every single one. I'm trying to get back to as many people as I can. And I'm just really going to try to be present and take it all in. Cause it's almost like it's too big when you think about it. Like I, you know, you're ready until you face that last day mm-hmm. and it feels so final, but I'm so grateful for the ride. It's been amazing. Hey, on Sunday night, are you going to stay up past six 30 for the first time in 16 plus years? I might stay up till nine. Oh, Dina. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 930. Maybe 930, folks. And then on Monday, uh, you won't have to get up at like 2 o'clock in the morning, right? Well, here's the thing. You never get used to these hours, as you know, because you work the same shift. Mm -hmm. And so I know, Roz, you've never needed to sleep much. Mocha, I don't know what your schedule is like, but I am a sloth. So on weekends, I will sleep like a teenager until 1030, 11. So I will probably be getting up at at like, I don't know, noon. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Just to make up for all, even though I sleep, it's never that feeling of rest. You know, even if you get a solid eight on this shift because it's so unnatural. But the job's the best. The laughs are the best. The connectivity is the best. That's why you do what you do. And that's why I was able to last this long is the best viewers in the world would motivate me. I'm like, you know what? Let's have a laugh. Maybe you're going to forget about your stresses for a minute. And if we could do that together... We're good. When uh, when I left ET, I, I realized that I was going to have a lot of time on my hands. And the one thing that was sort of hanging over my head in those last weeks were, yes, okay, so there's going to be a period where I relax. There's going to be a period mm-hmm. where I spend way too much time with my family. There's going to be a period where I do all the things that I said I was going to do if I had the time to do them. But then I knew at some point I was going to get bored. And that's what scared me. And? I'm bored. (laughs) (laughs) Have you thought about, have you thought about that? Like, what do you have, what do you have lined up for yourself to keep like being creative, to keep all of this stuff? Because you know, you have to put those things in place just for yourself, not even make money, but just for yourself. You're scaring the heck out of me now. Roz, I'm like the chat, bud. Okay. Now, you know, I was feeling good about this. Until now, he is bored in the house, and he's in the house bored. Remember that video? <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna make a new one. Oh, okay, so here's the thing: I feel like the boredom's not gonna kick in for a good eight months. Oh yeah, naive, totally. Right? Because I'm so exhausted. You got a lot of time. You got a lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. You you are going to like. Uh, I'm sure you have a list of things that you that you want to do, and with 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 Alex, your husband, and and just yeah. all all of this stuff, and you're going to do all of that but you're a creative person and you have to have something in place that allows you to be creative no you're right and i'm i'm, go- I'm gonna call you probably i'm gonna call you guys probably every day Monday through Friday at about eight if that happens because I, I i can't even think about that yet i'm just so in the i, I have to close this giant amazing incredible chapter yeah. and then I will be calling you for advice. You know what's going to, you know you're going to you drive your husband crazy because I know exactly what's going to happen. In three months from now, you're going to wake up at about eight and start doing BT in the kitchen. Stop. You will. Stop. You will. You're going to go online. You're going to do all your research, figure out what the hot stories are, and you're going to sit there and do BT only for your husband. I can't. Good morning, nobody. Yeah. Uh, Dina, tomorrow is your last day on breakfast television. Um, we have Dina Pugliese fans right across the country listening right now to the Raza Mocha show. What do you want to say to them before going into your last show tomorrow? I want to say thank you for putting up with my puns. I want to say thank you for letting me into your lives, into your heart every single day. There's been so many ups and downs over the last 
16 and a half years because we're all human and we go through stuff. But I'm telling you, it's laughter is medicine. It really is. And it's in those hard times where we're able to find dig deep like you guys do every day and find something to laugh at, whether it's ridiculous or otherwise. That's the stuff that keeps us going and connected. And it's been such an honor. And I'm grateful for every single day. As for what I'm doing legit, though, you're right, Russ. You know, I launched my clean beauty line like mm-hmm. just over three years ago, the care principle. And that was something that I made for my family and myself. So I had a whole bunch of family members going through various illnesses, one after another, all of them in the prime of their lives. And I was like, what can I do to take control? Cause I felt helpless. Mm-hmm. What's something that I could do? What could I, how can I help? And the care principle was born. So I am going to focus on that. And I feel like I'm good. Other than that, I'll be listening to you guys when, and if I am up early <laughs> and I'll be giving you chat ideas. Okay. Maury, <laughs> I will be giving you ch- and a shout out to Shem too. I love all you guys. You're all heart and humor. And you keep the city going at Stoops the Clock. Love you guys. Oh, Dean Pugliese, thank you so much for, uh, for, for sharing your time with us. And with everybody across the country, every single morning, tomorrow is the big day. Uh, Dina's last day on breakfast television. We'll be watching. We know the country will be watching as well. Uh, Dina, we love you. I love you guys so much. And you know we're family forever. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready for the podcast? Hell yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and KISS 92.5 News Break. Bruce Willis's family has released uh, a statement because they finally have a legitimate uh, and, and solid diagnosis for what he's going through, uh, and it is dementia. So um, oh, they said, since we announced man. that Bruce diagnosed with uh, aphasia in 2022, Bruce's condition has progressed, and now we have a more specific diagnosis. It's called frontotemporal dementia, known as FTD. The statement reads, unfortunately, challenges with communication are just one symptom of the disease Bruce faces. While this is painful. It is a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis. They say FTD is a cruel disease that many of us have never heard of and can strike anyone for people uh, under 60. FTD is most common form of dementia and because getting the diagnosis can take years, FTD is likely much more prevalent, prevalent than we know. Today, there are no treatments for the disease, a reality that we hope can change in the years to come as Bruce's condition advances. We hope that any media attention can be focused on sharing a light on this disease that needs far more awareness and research. And the letter was signed by his uh, kids, um, uh, rumor scout Tallulah, Mabel and Evelyn, along with his wife, Emma and his ex-wife, Demi Moore as well. She signed that, oh, uh, that statement. That's so, so sad. Yeah, it's crazy. God damn. Hey, the Roz and Mocha show podcast. Um, oh my God, I got to play you this. So I guess Drake was talking to a fan, right? Like mm-hmm. he, every now and then he'll just like pop up on somebody's Twitch stream or whatever and, and just give him a moment with Drake kind of thing, right? So there's a YouTuber gamer called I Show Speed and I guess he was FaceTiming with Drake mm-hmm. and he's freaking out, right? Like losing his mind. Yeah. He's Drake. He's the biggest artist in the world. He's complimenting him, like how cool he is and everything else. Mm. Then he says that his... Voice sounded sexy. Drake, what's up, dog? Yo, yo, you look great right now. What's up? Yo, you look good, bro. What you doing right now? I'm proud of you, boy. You proud of me? Hey, you gotta understand for me, this is crazy, Drake, bro. I'm a huge fan of you, bro. I got a lot of love for you, man. Like I said, I'm proud of you. You're doing your thing, though. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why? Like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? Like, how your voice so smooth like that, bro? How you? 
Omega. He's not gonna answer the phone again, bro. <laughs> I said it wrong, bro. Like I meant to say his voice is smooth, but I I said it wrong. I wanted to say like his voice was so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> now I watched this video, right? Do you think that? I feel like that was set up yeah, for the it moment might, it to go, might have been. It to go might viral. Have been. It might have been. It might have been. Right? Yeah. I think it was all plotted. Because, uh, yeah. you know, Drake, Drake is that guy, right? I know. I He's know. down to, to have a good time and, yeah. like, mess around with like, people. Why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? No, right, right. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like bro, how is it so smooth like that? <laughs> but Okay, but here's my thing, though, right? Yeah. Is I don't know enough about iShow Speed, right? I'm sure Drake would be into something like this. But I don't know if iShow Speed would want to go viral because he said that Drake sounded sexy, right? Like, that's on him. It's not on Drake for hanging up. Because now he's going to get roasted for right. it. Right. On the Twitch stream. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? Uh, you, you thought we wouldn't hear, but guess what? We all heard. Bro, your voice is so sexy. Like, why, like, bro, how is it so smooth like that? <laughs> Recoup. God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes! Yep. Uh, Toronto's Woo! own, Canada's own Julie Black will be singing Oh Canada. I believe Jewel is going to be doing the American National Anthem as well as uh, Burner Boy is going to be there. Post Malone is going to be there. Yes. Uh, Damn it, Maury had a chance to catch up with Julie Black uh, last night ahead of the uh, All-Star Weekend to get her thoughts on uh, the importance of being uh, given this honor. This is super cool for you, but who are you doing this for? Ooh, you come in, you come with the, come with the deep questions. Um, I am personally doing this for my late mom, Agatha Gordon, who always believed. You know, it's interesting. Obviously, I've won many awards. I've done many things in my career, but this one is particularly special um, because it's Black History Month. Not to mention, I am and two immigrants' children. I am actualizing my parents' dreams. They sacrificed so much, and so. And I'm doing this for Canada. I am a Canadian, born and raised. True story, Maury. When the Raptors were in the finals in 2019, everybody was like, you're going to do the anthem. We want you to do the anthem. And it didn't happen. And I was really disappointed. However, you just never know why things go the way they go. Fast forward four years later, just about. And here I am doing uh, you know, the anthem being the jewel of Canada while the jewel of America, jewel does that one. There's two jewels. I am in gratitude. I'm not taking this for granted. This is the largest audience. I would have, largest TV audience, I believe I would have played to, come to think of it, as far as an international audience. Probably not since the Olympics in 2010. There you go. Could have picked a better person too, right? Yeah. yeah. Julie Black yeah. worked her ass off. She's super nice. So talented, wonderful singer. Cannot wait to see Julie Black perform the uh, national anthem, the Canadian national anthem uh, during NBA All-Star Weekend. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ever since the announcement came out that they're going to be redoing another I Know What You Did last summer, and it was announced that uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are in talks to return. Uh, and then the story was that Sarah Michelle Geller is not... And then people were like, oh, man, what happened? Why is it Sarah Michelle Gellar doing it? And Sarah Michelle Gellar came out with a statement to just remind everybody why she will not do I Know What You Did Last Summer, which is a simple fact. Quote, I am dead. I am dead dead. I don't have a head. You can't write for someone that doesn't have a head. I'm dead. 
So do so, people just like not remember no, that she got no, killed off? No, they don't remember. Because that movie did like numbers <laughs> when it came out, right? Yes. So how would nobody remember that? Yes. Well, because even still, like when they redid it in, I don't even know, like that came out in 97 and that's the one she died in, which is why she wasn't in the sequel in 98, which is I still know what you did last summer. Like she's dead. She's still dead. Yes, but very that's never much stopped dead. Michael Myers in the Halloween movies to keep coming. Yeah, but back. she's not the monster. Not. Spoiler alert: <laughs> She's not the monster. <laughs> or maybe Jesus. like flashbacks or something. Yeah, right? I don't know. Maybe who knows? Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, CNN is in all sorts of trouble ever since Trump left office. Man, CNN is just like why would happen now? Oh my God! So they're just moving everybody around and all this stuff. But I got to play you this clip of Don Lemon. So Don Lemon and Poppy Harlow are doing the morning show, and Don Lemon is talking about um, Nikki Haley, who's a conservative, and she was talking for mental capacity tests for politicians over the age of seventy-five, right? And then I guess she mentioned something about prime somebody being in their prime and don lemon who's not a fan of nikki haley is sitting there with two women on the show and starts talking about whether or not nikki haley who is 51 years old uh in her prime listen to this he says people you know politicians or something are not in their prime nikki haley isn't in her prime sorry when a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and oh maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for, for what? Uh, it, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll say, if you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say <sighs> um, 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily... 40s. Oh, I got it in I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, well, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. you need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, childbearing? Or are you talking about prime for being president? Oh my God, Don okay. Lemon! So, Shut so up. Poppy Harlow walked off set. Yeah, uh, right after that, and then As eventually, eventually did, uh, eventually did come back. Uh, Don Lemon issued an apology, saying uh, the reference I made to a woman's prime this morning was inartful and irrelevant. And as colleagues and loved ones have pointed out, and I regret it. A woman's age doesn't define her either personally or professionally. I have countless women in my life who prove that every day. And I love Don's like when she was like, "What does that mean?" Prime and it's like, well, if you Google Prime, like, did he literally <laughs> like, just Google like when prime. is a woman in her? Prime? I don't even think he Googled it. I just think he said that. I think that's just Don Lemon logic. What? If you Google, like, I don't have to tell you. Go like, you just know, figure, yeah, it, out. figure yeah. it out, right? Because uh, she was talking about Joe Biden. Because Joe Biden is eighty years old, right? And a lot of people are like, you know, like you know, can he? Does he have? everything somebody needs to run again because mm-hmm. he's thinking about running again, oh, right? Don't do it, Joe. Like, put it this way. Um, Bill Clinton is 76 years old, Damn. right? Bill Clinton's younger than Joe Biden. Bill Clinton left office 22 years ago. Wow. Right? And he's, and he's, and he's still younger than Joe Biden, right? <laughs> so, like, that's what they were talking about, which is a legitimate conversation Listen. to have. But you can't turn around and say, you know, somebody who is 80 isn't in their prime and say a woman is tw- in her prime in her 20s. Yeah. Well, your co-host is 40, and the woman you're talking about is only 51. Don Lennon, first of all, you're an idiot. Second of all, oh, I do not think Joe Biden should run again. If I were in the States, knowing that the aliens are on their way, yeah. I wouldn't want an almost 80-year-old running the country calling the shots. Oh, no, he's Stallone. Stallone's even too old. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, what I would do is I, I'd put... The, who's, the, who's the prettiest? Timothy Chalamet. Tim- Yep. Be president. Yeah, yeah. If if no. we're yeah, if the if yes, if we as a collective sort of Western world have to put somebody forward that the aliens are going to see first, 
Timothy Chalamet. I'll he, sign that. He will get them to not kill us. <sighs> Sylvester Stallone will get us into a war instantly. Timothy Chalamet, I think they'd be like, oh my God. Wait, Channing Tatum. Oh. No, 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 no. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Smooth skin, right? Smooth skin. Yeah, they'd be mesmerized. Non, like non, he's non-threatening looking, mm-hmm. right? But the aliens still, probably feel bad. Like, very. Well, we don't want to pick a fight with this guy. Trustworthy face. Like yes. um, my oh. vote is Timothy Chalamet. Let's run Timothy Chalamet. Um, you don't think so, Sean? I'm gonna go Tom. Like Tom Holland. <clears throat> Tom Holland. Too young. No, Timothy Chalamet's not I, much I think, older. I think Timothy Chalamet is younger than Tom Holland. Oh, really? I think so. Damn. I think so. Go oh, Tom Holland. You better ask Chalamet for a skin routine. <laughs> okay, what about what about a Holland Chalamet ticket then? Oh, come on. Oh, right? okay. there you go. <laughs> Pres and vice pres. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Okay. All right. Right. Oh, by the way, Tom Holland's a year younger. And Tom Holland's a year younger oh, than Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Really? I, I, I didn't know Tim- Timothy was 27. He looks way younger. Really? I thought Timothy Chalamet was like 16. No? How did I get 27? <laughs> it's yeah. the body. That's why. That's oh, oh, there it is. Oh, come on now, Maury. Oh, come on. Said, why you gotta make on. it weird, man? On, okay, man. I made it weird? Yeah. Come you can't on. be out here 50 years old talking like that, man. No, no, but very I'm much in, in his prime. prime. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Apparently, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are doing daily therapy over Zoom to try and salvage their relationship. They still doing some daily. No, <laughs> God, I get this has to be like how bad last, did he screw up, man. Last resort, right? Yeah, they say this according to the uh, New York Post. Uh, Megan feels that they must give therapy a shot before making any permanent decisions. Uh, they also said that, yes, they are broken up, this according to the Post, but Megan is seeing where they stand. She wants to see what they can salvage. Um, an insider also says that Machine Gun Kelly really wants to make up. Of course he does. Source also uh, previously told... Uh, page six that Megan found DMs and text messages. Oh no! On his phone, believed that uh, he was having an affair. Megan's rep did not comment, but she did uh, respond on Instagram saying there has been no third party interferences in the relationship of any kind. That includes, but is not limited to, actual humans, DMs, AI bots, or succubus demons. Blame it on the AI. I don't know. I I don't know what that means. I don't even know if that's real. Uh, And then Machine Gun Kelly's best friend, Maude's son, who was engaged to Avril Lavigne, just got dumped. Avril Lavigne's no longer engaged. I don't even know who Maude's son is. I interviewed those two guys together. Maude's son and Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I interviewed them together. Ugh, I'd have... If I was in that interview, I would yeah. hate having to say both of their names. Ugh, bro. It's so stupid. Right? Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, yeah. now over to you, mod son. Yeah, and they were in the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. What was it called again? Uh, morning, something morning, but it's like M-O-U-R. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. What was the other movie he was in, uh, Machine Gun Kelly? And he was actually pretty all right. Uh, it was like a heist movie, wasn't it? Um, I don't know. Not Army of the Dead. He was in that Motley Crue movie. He was in something else where I think it was a heist movie. Really? Or, oh, wait. Mm, Bird. Bird? What was that Bird movie? Oh, yeah, Bird. Sandra? It's just called Bird. No, with Sandra yeah, Bullock. Yeah, no, it is. Bird Bath, no, Bird it's Watch. Just, no, it's Bird. Bird. Yeah, Bird Brain. Uh, Black Bird. Bird Brain. Bird Brain. What was it called? Yes. The Bird was a movie. Bird. Guys, help me out on Netflix. Bird Turd. No. no. With the alien, and then bird. they had to like blindfold themselves? Yes. Blind Bird? bird yes. Blind Bird. Yes. Blind Bird? Yes. Was bird it Box? Yeah. Bird oh, Box. Bird That's box. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blind. What's that, Maury? 
Was he in that? Yeah, I'm with Maury on yeah. this one. Was he, he was. in that? Your microphone's not on. He was in that movie. Yes, I, he was. I, I, I maybe you know what I'm. I'm sort of thinking now, Maury, that uh, that he might have been in that movie, but I probably didn't even know who Machine Gun Kelly was at the time I saw that movie. Yeah, he was in that uh, bird. What's it called? Bird box. Bird turd. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, birds. The word is what it's called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is he in that movie? Uh, his real name is Colson Baker, right? Yeah. 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 yeah he was. See? Really? I huh? knew it, guys. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, according to Justin Bieber's uh, official Twitter account for his uh, uh, tour, as uh, Justin has officially canceled the remaining dates of his Justice World tour, they say check with your point of purchase for refunds uh, for show dates. Back in October 2022, uh, Justin announced that he was postponing uh, dates then as he was dealing with uh, Ramsey Hunt. And uh, this whole thing was, I think, supposed to start in like 2000, like 2018 or 2019, but then COVID derailed everything, right? Yeah. 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 And it was rescheduled so, like two other times. Yeah. So Terrible. everything is now uh everything's now canceled. There will be no Man, no just Why he's gotta announce that? Like, like like today's gonna be the day that everyone's talking about that. And today's also his birthday. Yeah, I know. How right. old is he today? He's 29. Like, is he 29. That's already? it. Damn. 29 years old. Damn, damn. That's old though. You Happy know? birthday, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yeah, nobody wants a tour anymore, right? Everybody got so comfy during COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know he went through hell, right? Like, you oh, have that course. whole thing. But, like, you know, do you want to go back out on the road now? No. I don't know. Do you think people would pay for a concert if it was, like, produced really well and then put up on a, like, a, a streaming service? Would they pay for it? Yeah. Like, remember um, when Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa had one of the best COVID concerts yeah. That featured like Elton John and like a bunch of other people. And it was very well produced. And the only way to watch it was you had to pay how much ever it was on a website. And like a lot of people paid the money for it. Yeah, but, uh, but sure, you could. But it's not tour money, right? Like it's oh, yeah, because you want the merch dollars so too, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, and it's a, it's a one-off. And as soon as it's out there, you know, then your entire concert, your entire thing is just online in HD, right? Right? Like it's, I don't know. You could, yes, you could. The answer to your question is yes. What are you going to do? Scream at the TV? Yes. Yes. Why not? Right? (laughs) Scream at the TV all the time anyway. (laughs) I hate everything that's on. (laughs) Why is this so dark? (laughs) (laughs) Don't turn the, who turned the subtitles off? Speak up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God. I, I, I look at what Catherine. was the last show that you screamed at? Oh, last or, night we were watching oh. a show. What was it? Do yeah, you the, the, the Last of Us. And what was your problem with Yeah, it? I looked at Catherine. I was like, I, I can't hear anything. <laughs> She's like, babes, the volume's at 50 right now. <laughs> but I just like, it's just something that they do with the mix. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. I have just such Did a you wear headphones? Time. I'm not going to sit yeah, on the couch with that's, my family That's what you need. Headphones. You need noise-canceling headphones. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You need Dolby Atmos in your life. I, I do not. <laughs> I swear you do. No, I don't. Don't do that to me, okay? And binoculars. <laughs> Shush, I don't need binoculars. <laughs> you imagine. Good one. <laughs> Headphones and binoculars. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas this year. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, screenwriter Jeff Loveness, who wrote uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, uh, was really hurt by all the negative reviews that came out for the movie. 
So Quantumania is one of the worst reviewed Marvel movies in Marvel history at 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, almost as low as Eternals, which was 47%. Oh, yeah, that movie Uh, sucked. The film also dropped 69% at the box office in its second weekend, marking the second biggest drop in MCU history. Uh, Jeff says this, uh, to be honest, those reviews took me by surprise, he told the Daily Beast. Quantum, um, I was pretty, I was at a pretty low spot. They were not good reviews, and I was like, what the hell? I'm really proud of what I wrote. I thought that was good stuff, you know, and so I was just despondent and I was really sad about it. I'm pretty happy with it overall and I think I learned how to take a punch this week and now that I learned that it's not too bad, I can just get on with making things. Wow. Damn, that's I didn't see it. You were the only one that saw it in this room, right, Morm? Yeah, I didn't see it. it. But are you generally a Marvel fan? No, I just like a cute movie. Right, but it was fine, though? Yeah, I I was entertained. Yeah, okay. I'll give you my review in May when it's on Disney Plus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm not rushing out to go see it no. anytime soon. Hey, does Mandalorian start today? Yo, man, episode one is out. It is, huh? Yes, 37 so, minutes. Keep in mind, uh, there's a ton of articles floating around. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but um, the one thing that you do need to know going into Mandalorian season three mm-hmm. is that if you did not watch the book of Boba Fett, you won't understand what's going on in Mandalorian. Oh, Because really? the way Mandalorian season two ended yes was he gave the baby away yes to luke spoiler Spoiler alert alert. right and season three starts and they're reunited again and the only reason that happened was the book of boba fett who's reunited so you have to watch the book of boba fett otherwise you will be lost going into mandalorian season Uh, three Baby Yoda and Baby Yoda. Uh, and Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yes. no, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly me. And I don't know what's happening with Cara Dune, um, who was... Uh, Who's that again? So she was... Uh, she's like the, the, the big muscular um, heavy. Oh! What's her name played her? Um, who they fired. Oh! <sighs> Um, what's it? Uh, Gina Carano. That's it. Played her. Um, so I, I think what they had said was that the character is still going to be in the show, um, but no word on if it's going to be played by somebody else or if they're just going to reference the character because it's a big old galaxy and all this stuff. But they're not going to kill off the characters. Mm-hmm. I think. To, and to also fan favorite Appa from Kim's Convenience. Yes, because he was in the trailer and it yeah. looks like his ranking he he moved up. He's That's like a general right. or something like that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Which is kind of cool uh oh, mcdonald what's i was gonna say other tv news because we were away right yeah the goldbergs is ending is it done now the season we're in right now will be yeah. the last yeah because the dad's not there anymore right the, and the they fired him yeah. And the, yeah, the, yeah that's right the grandfather died then they fired the dad yeah. yeah there's not much of a show left after that yeah they were great in that show done. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh, McDonald's franchisees are reportedly miffed about McDonald's partnership with Cardi B and Offset, with some franchisees owner with some franchise owners opting to not report the campaign, all due to fears of what they say is negative publicity. An unspecified number of owners have contacted McDonald's corporate to express concern that they could hurt their quote family friendly image. Uh, The franchisees argue that Offset and Cardi B lead lifestyles and release music that is at odds with McDonald's brand, such as WAP. (laughs) (laughs) 
certified freak seven days a week. <laughs> some, <laughs> some of the owners have reportedly pushed their fellow franchisees to uh, remove the items and the partnership. McDonald's pushed back uh, on the internal cri- criticism, noting that the feedback it has received for the collaboration with uh, Offset and Cardi B was generating support and excitement among its franchisees. Uh, you want to know what is in the Offset and Cardi B meal? Mm. Yeah. So they, they launched this with as a, as a promotion for Valentine's Day is when it all kicked off. But uh, here is the Offset and Cardi B meal. It's kind of weak if you ask me. Okay. Given like everything that you could have put together on on from the McDonald's menu, so it's a classic cheeseburger with barbecue sauce and a large cola. Okay, a quarter pounder with cheese and a large high C orange. Okay, a large order of fries and an apple pie. Not whop enough, right? <laughs> they didn't create anything new. They just sort of go this, I, that, I, and the well, other. Yeah, I they think the, the, che- the cheeseburger with barbecue sauce is, I guess, like. Yeah, but that fire. you could just get barbecue sauce in the, one of those little dipping. Yeah, things. yeah, I know. To me, it's sort of like if you're like going to get the the celebrity McDonald's menu. To me, that's really weak. Also, a cheeseburger is just a tiny yeah. little thing. Yeah, like it's, yeah, but so is Cardi B. It? <laughs> I don't. I I. I I'm like, if you if McDonald's comes to you, I'm like, well, I want a double quarter pounder, but in between those two patties, I want like four nuggets, mm. right? And then yeah. slather or, mac or sauce, chicken patty, yes, and then yeah, slather yeah, mac yeah. sauce on, like, create something. I guess maybe or they didn't want to make chicken with filet fish sauce, something like that. That's tartar sauce, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Every, every I like time I take sauce. a bite, I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> as, they're, or as they're bringing as they're bringing my combo to me yes. I want this to be playing yes seven days a week no when the burger container opens it plays oh yes like a birthday card yeah. yes yo McDonald's get on it you're welcome the Roz and Mocha Show podcast podcast Ed Sheeran announces a brand new album called Subtract today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, let me read you what he wrote because he he sort of teased this a little bit when he returned to Instagram uh, a couple of weeks ago because he had just been silent on, on all socials. Uh, he said this, I've been working on Subtract for a decade trying to sculpt wow. the perfect acoustic album, writing and recording hundreds of songs with a clear vision of what I thought it would be. Then at the start of 2022, a series of events changed my life, my mental health, and ultimately the way I view music and art. Writing songs is my therapy. It helps make sense of my feelings. I wrote without thought of what the songs would be. I just wrote whatever turned out or tumbled out. And in just over a week, I replaced a decade's worth of work with my deepest, darkest thoughts. Wow. So he'd been, he basically scrapped everything he had been working on. He said, within the space of a month, my pregnant wife got told that she had a tumor with no route to treatment until after the birth. My best friend Jamal, a brother to me, died suddenly, and I found myself standing in court defending my integrity and a career as a songwriter. Because you remember that whole thing where, wow. he, got, where he got sued? Yeah. I was spiraling, spiraling through fear, depression, and anxiety. I felt like I was drowning, head below the surface, looking up but not being able to break through for air. As an artist, I didn't feel like I had credibility to put my body of work into the world that didn't accurately represent where I am and how I need to express myself at this point in my life. This album is purely that. It's opening that trap door into my soul. For the first time, I'm not trying to craft an album people will like. I'm merely putting something out that's honest and true to where I am in my adult life. And he ends up by saying, this is last February's diary entry and my way of making sense of it. This is Subtract. 
Yeah. So that's so going to be, be awesome. The most. So first of all, get ready to cry. Second yes. of all, this is going to be the most emotional Ed Sheeran album we've mm-hmm. ever. It's an acoustic album God. too. Oh, right? and he's so yeah, acoustic. Yeah, that's like my favorite Ed Sheeran. That's yeah. amazing. But he had been working on it for ten years, and wow. then all at once, within did the span of a week, some, he said that he scrapped the whole thing. Did he say? Uh, the give the date, release date. No, or just the album's May fifth. May fifth. May fifth. Yeah. Oh, amazing! So there you go with that. Thank you, Maury. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the weekend is making his big screen acting debut alongside Barry Keegan and uh, Jenna Ortega. Wednesday Adams. Wednesday Adams. The project has already started filming in Los Angeles, uh, and I think the weekend wrote it, and he's producing it. And I think he's doing the soundtrack for it too. With uh, oh. he's collaborating on the soundtrack, so he's making his big screen debut. That's going to be cool. Hey, did that uh, filthy show that he has start on HBO? Something yet? Star was something Star something on HBO. His uh, started uh, right? Yet, right. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I've yeah. seen like so many promos for it. Yeah. I just had that too here. Hold not a star here. is born. No, it's no, it's not a star is born. It's not uh, the idol. The idol. Thank you, Maury. Yes. When does that come out? That show looks filthy, by the way. Mm-hmm. February twenty fifth. Oh. Oh, so it's already out. That was last no, week. No, last that's week. Something else. Oh. You just going to start says- shouting out dates until you get the right one? <laughs> that was a concert <laughs> kill. Okay. <laughs> June twenty twenty three. Thank you. Okay, there we go, Jim. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been asked to leave their UK residence, Frogmore Cottage, officially evicted. The I thought they left already. Well, they still have the place there, right? Like it's still sort of theirs, I guess. Like their clothes oh. is in the drawers. Yeah, they still have like some furniture and tchotchkes oh. and whatever else there. Um, their uh, people said, we can confirm the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have been requested to vacate their residence at Frogmore Cottage. Uh, the confirmation comes after the Sun in the UK claimed that King Charles had made the decision to kick them out and replace them in Frogmore Cottage with Prince Andrew. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what a disaster. Wow. Uh, wow. It, it's said that uh, Harry and Meghan are now working on uh, plans to ship their remaining belongings back to California where they moved in 2020 when they stepped down as senior members of the royal family. And a uh, insider told uh, The Sun, this surely spells the end of Harry and Meghan's time in the UK. Still no word on whether they're going to show up for um, Charles's coronation in May. So, Charles is so. apparently saying that he wants them there. Well, that's a play, yeah, right? Things. It's a, that's, that's, a, that's a great play, right? Because if... if Charles doesn't invite them, Harry can always say he wasn't invited. But if Charles invites them, then it's up to them to show up. And the king and looks so, better. And so if they don't show up, it looks like they had the issue as opposed to Charles having the but issue. But Mocha was saying earlier this week, King Charles is having a hard time getting anyone to show up. Well, this yeah. Day. Yeah. That a little will happen. They'll, you know. Someone will. Someone will. Yeah. <laughs> Someone. Like Lionel Richie standing there like, bro. Yeah. I didn't get the memo. Everyone was saying no. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is it me you're I'm the only one to say Yes. <laughs> Can't leave me here uh, all by myself, dancing on the ceiling. No, ah. I would just go through the drawers and find Harry and Meghan's wedding invite list. Oh, facts! Just start calling them. Yeah, right. Yeah. They did all the heavy work for you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The uh, White House is uh, responding to TikTok. Remember when Donald Trump was in office and he wanted to ban TikTok, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "You're crazy." Uh, now the White House uh, press secretary, Karine Jean Pierre. 
uh, told reporters yesterday that the federal government is working on a solution for TikTok, although they stopped short of saying whether TikTok would be officially banned altogether in the U.S. Here she is. We've been very clear that TikTok, uh, you know, poses a problem and an issue. And so we have concerns about that as it relates to Americans' data, collecting Americans' data, and the potential national uh, security risk. And we've been very, very clear on that. Uh, TikTok has already been banned for use on state-owned electronic devices in several states across the country, as well as at the federal level over cybersecurity concerns. Here in Canada, too, on government phones. Yep. How am I going to see Jagmeet Singh doing the Tuesday slide? <laughs> <laughs> well, he can probably still do it on his personal phone. Uh, you're, uh, you're not supposed to have a personal phone, though, when you're in uh, high-level government, though. That's where you do all your secrets, right? Yeah, I have two phones. Yeah, well, that's that's not surprising. <laughs> what's what's surprising is that you don't have three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Today in history, it was forty years ago in 1983 that the that the CD player and compact discs were released for the first time in the U.S. The first CD player, the Sony CDP-101, cost about how much in 1983? Mocha, how much was the first CD player in 1983? hundred bucks? That's what? A hundred dollars. No, the first CD player in 1983 was actually $1, a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars? Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> Don't you remember how much VCRs used to cost? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. VCRs were like $800. Oh, yeah. Give me the, the, the model of this Sony. It's um, the CP, so- sorry, CDP-101. CDP, compact disc player. Thanks, Maury. I think we got that. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> Is it huge? <laughs> it's a giant brick. Bro. Is it? <laughs> Hold on, let me look at this. You won't even be. That looks like a VCR. CDP 101. It looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of those totally. machines that. that um, it's a huge machine. Like what they would use to launch the. the like the government is, would use to launch the nukes. It looks like. Like, um, what can I even compare this to, right? Like, because you can't even say stereo equipment anymore because people don't even know how big stereo equipment is. Stereo equipment is the size of your phone now, (laughs) right? Because it is your phone. Yeah, it's a giant brick (laughs) that only played one disc, (laughs) right? The first CD ever released was Billy Joel. Was it really? Yeah. Interesting. Good thing we don't fact check on this show. (laughs) <laughs> what other fun facts do you have about the cd the first more? cd the cost of the cds back then was 22 dollars. no more than that no 22 bucks no it has to CD. be more if Way the cd more. player cost one thousand dollars cds for my research back in 1983 cost 22 well you did research in 1983 like well i googled when yeah. you just you, you gotta stop just like googling and spitting out the first wikipedia no, I did some hard research on this. Hard research? What, on your two phones? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it's a CD simply uh, cost around 15 to 22 bucks. Yeah, I remember them being more. That's probably in America, though. You know what I mean? We always get screwed up here with stuff like that. Do you remember the first CD you ever bought? Me? No. Mine was Rolling Stones. Yeah, I don't remember the first CD I ever bought. Probably like Bruce Springsteen. What other cool Prince CD memories like do you have, Maury? Yeah, I know. Since we're going down this road. <laughs> well, that you stole one once. Oh, 
Damn. Wow, snitch. Wow. He's talked about that, it. The file's still open, Morm. I know, but he's always vague. <laughs> allegedly. Snatch. Allegedly, Mocha stole a CD. No, no, no. I was arrested. Oh. oh. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Derulo is uh, releasing a book. You have to say his name that properly. That was announced. Hold on a second, Maury. Uh, Jason Derulo is releasing a book set to be released on June 27th. The mm. name of Jason Derulo's book is the best title ever for a Jason Derulo book. The best title ever for a Jason Derulo book. Okay. The name of the book is Sing Your Name Out Loud. Oh. 15 Rules for Living Your Dream. Oh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jason Derulo. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Will Smith made his first award speech since the uh, Oscar incident last year. Uh, this was uh, at the... Let me get this right. Uh, he, expe- he accepted the Beacon Award at the African-American Film Critics Association Awards. Uh, his Emanci- Emancipation co-star, um, Charmaine uh, Bingwa, and the AAFC counselor, uh, Gil L. Roberts, introduced Will Smith, and Anton Fuqua, uh, who, of course, was the director of Emancipation. This is Will Smith on a stage, just like acting like Will Smith. I remember it was the, we were, it was the second day of shooting, and you know, 110 degrees and we're out there and, you know, I was, I was in a scene with, with uh, one, one of the, the white actors and we, we had our line and uh, the actor uh, decided to, to ad-lib. Um, so we're doing the scene and uh, I did my line. <laughs> And then uh, he did his line, and then he ad-libbed and spit in the middle of my chest. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) If I had pearls on, I definitely would have clutched them. (laughs) And I wanted to say, Antoine. Wow. Um, but I stopped in the distance. I hear a voice, and Antoine says, Hey, let's do a take without the spit. <laughs> okay, that's funny. That's funny. And in that moment, I knew that God was real. <laughs> Wow, got laughs so, on laughs. Yeah, so we know that Will Smith has said that he had reached out to Chris Rock multiple times. Chris wasn't ready to talk. Uh, we know that Chris Rock turned down the opportunity to host the Academy Awards. And we also learned that uh, Chris Rock turned down the opportunity to appear with Will Smith in a Super Bowl commercial mm. because we know Chris Rock wasn't ready to talk. However, all that is going to change on Saturday because at 10 p.m. on Netflix, Chris Rock Selective Outrage, which will stream live, which is a live Chris Rock comedy show what? on Netflix on Saturday night at 10 p.m. 
as we know that he had said that when he's ready to talk about it, he will. Now, he's been test driving material yeah. over the la- like the last year, right? He's been on tour with Kevin, Kevin Hart. So here, let me give you some of the jokes that he has sort of been testing out on stage about the Will Smith incident. Oh. Uh, he goes, the thing people want to know, did it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurt. He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie. Even in animated movies, I'm a zebra. He's an effing shark. I got hit so hard, I heard summertime ringing in my ears. He goes on to say, Will Smith is a big dude. I'm not. Will Smith is shirtless in his movies. If you see me in a movie getting open heart surgery, I'm going to be having a sweater on. (laughs) Okay, no more, no more spoilers. I can't wait to watch One more, one more. Okay, okay. He always said, uh, he goes, I always rooted for Will Smith my whole life. Then he goes on to say, uh, but the other day I watched Emancipation just so I could watch him get whipped. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say? Okay, first of all, great spoilers. I'm still going to watch. Second of all, I'm glad he didn't do the voice like how Michael Scott did in the office. (laughs) 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 I forgot about that, actually. But anyway, so that is, so this live show is all part of, I guess, Chris Rock's deal with Netflix. But again, it's a, I haven't seen a live, have you ever seen a live, like, never comedy show on Mm -hmm. Netflix? No. So again, it's Chris Rock's Selective Outrage. It's going to stream on Netflix at 10 p.m. on Saturday from the Hippodrome Theater in Baltimore. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. That uh, Oakville High School teacher with the massive Z-cup prosthetic breasts uh, has been placed on leave after the uh, New York Post revealed that she rarely wears them outside of school. New York Post. Yes, international. Uh, Kayla Lemieux was put on leave on Tuesday. They say, well, not currently on active assignment. The teacher remains employed. Lemieux suspension comes after Education Minister uh, Stephen Lecce and Halton Region MPPs rebuked the school board for having, quote, abdicated its responsibility by failing to put the interests and safety of students first. That is according to The Sun. Um, Yeah, it went international after the Post revealed um, last month that once outside of school, Lemieux ditches the huge breasts, wig, and the makeup and just walks around like a man, like in in just regular clothes. Hmm. Uh, However, Lemieux in an interview said that the photos were not her, although she could not admit, uh, she could not prove it, and then denied that the giant breasts were prosthetic at all. Mm. says that they're real and it's a hormone thing <laughs> to me going on administrative leave is what i thought this was all about at the beginning i, I thought that the, the teacher was a huge troll who just wanted to force the school to support the ridiculousness of all of this or they were just so pissed off at something that they were just hoping to get paid leave and so, that seems like what's happening now well as it's the story leave. develops can you keep us abreast please yes i will maury you got it and that's how you, you do, do that, that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Chris Pine. So remember when uh, back in the, uh, I think it was the Cannes Film Festival, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Venice Film Festival, Cannes Festival, one of those things where they were doing uh, the all the press for Don't Worry, Darling, when the story was that Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. You remember that shot oh, yeah. where he leaned you can, over? And you can clearly see 
wad of spit fall out it's of what it looked mouth. like like it really well, I mean, right onto chris pine it was very weird because the whole thing happened in a crowded theater yeah and it didn't look like any words were exchanged between you them didn't see any of the saliva just a spit. It, right it's so disrespectful it really looked like harry styles horked on chris pine yeah all uh, this late night's too much late night talking to you <laughs> Uh, but uh, but Chris Pine, uh, in a new interview, addresses exactly what went on during Spitgate. Simple yes or no, Mr. Pine, please explain. Did Harry spit on me? Harry did not spit on me. Harry's a very, very kind guy. I was trying to figure out, <laughs> I was on the plane with my publicist who says I look like Rachel from Friends. We're flying back from Venice and I'm sleeping and having a great time on the plane. I love planes. And I, she wakes me up in a, in a, you know, in a, in a state, and she said, "We have to craft a, we have to craft a message about what happened in Venice." And I was like, "About what? About, about Harry spitting on you?" Which I had no, <laughs> idea, I had no idea what happened. Show me the thing, and it does look indeed like Harry spitting on me. He didn't spit on me. I think what he said is he leaned down, and I think he said. It's just words, isn't it? Because we had this little joke, because we're all jet-lagged, we're all trying to answer these questions, and sometimes when you're doing these press things, your brain goes befuddled, and you know you start speaking gibberish, and we had a joke, but it's just words, man. So, anyway, you, you buy mean, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, why not, right? I don't think you he don't, spit, but I don't know if that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I'm, no. I, I think I agree with you more. No, I don't buy it. And I don't buy it because of Chris Pine's reaction. Yeah, I know. It really, like he reacted right? like he got spat on exactly. and couldn't do anything because they were but in a crowded why? theater. Like knowing that there's cameras everywhere, why would Harry Styles go and spit I, on a man? I don't know because I because like remember back to the story, like they all didn't like Harry because he was with Olivia Wilde at the time and it screwed up the movie and that's the the whole thing with Florence Pugh not even showing up to the press conference, although she was there because she was pissed off at. Yeah, Olivia it's unfortunate Wilde. because I uh, I actually did enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea what it was about. They like they like that relationship ruined the movie mm-hmm. uh, simply because that became the story. And every single time Olivia Wilde opened her mouth about anything, she pissed somebody off, and and mainly her own cast. You know what though? I'm glad I didn't know anything about the movie. Yeah. I because had no I watched idea. it, and I was like, "It's kind of good." This is really yeah, good. yeah. It was a good movie. Yeah. I wish I'd known what it yeah. was about. Thank you for all the controversy. Yeah, Harry Styles. Thank you for spitting on Chris Pine. Yeah, I kind of dug it. I really did. Thought she did a great job. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, you want to hear a uh, keyboard player make a song out of a car alarm horn? Are you interested in that at all? Um, yes. Okay, so this is a keyboard player, Tony Ann. Um, and he made the uh, car alarm by like on com- purpose. Yeah, so I guess oh. I guess there was a car alarm honking or uh-huh. something like that. I don't know, but anyway, listen. <laughs> Yo, this is pretty pretty dope. I like this. Yeah. Yo, yeah. that is actually kind of fire. It gives me soap opera vibes. It does. You're right. I have a, uh, I have classical music stuck in my head. I tried to watch that movie Tar with Kate Blanchett. That's uh, up for like a couple Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. About a composer. Oh, boring. Oh my god, dude. 
this movie. Did you know it was about a, a composer? I sort of did, but I thought it was a different story. Like I just thought, like what, was a different be, composer? No, I thought like there was going to be like a like she, she was going nuts, or there was like supernatural stuff or something. I don't know what I don't know what I thought. Yeah, I don't know what I thought. But this movie is like it's not for me. I don't, I don't know who the movie's for, mm-hmm. but it's not for me. Other composers. I guess maybe there's just like these really long talky scenes in the movies, like over two hours. No action? No, no, no. Like no car chase just, scenes? No. How about a movie about a composer? I don't know. No. Like but, maybe the composer wrote, wrote the ultimate song. Yes. And then a competing composer uh, was like, before this song, before right. this muse, these music sheets get out. Yes. I need to claim those music sheets. Right. So then they find out where the composer, who I assumed his name, no, the song is called Tar. Oh, excuse me. So competing composer tracks down where the Tar writer is holding the music sheets. Okay. And then a car chase ensues and he's like, Give me tar! This, I should have tar! You've just described a really, really mediocre Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> and I was thinking, starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.